0: Four years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any
1: sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari
0: Manis. Hello and welcome to another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, Ari Manis. Today we had my friend Willie Hunter on as the guest. It was really interesting. I don't know that we'll be able to get an update by next episode, but I still want you guys to hear his story and his therapy session. This episode was a little different in that we recorded it live at the Comedy Store Belly Room in front of an audience of about two people. So it sounds basically the same, but that's where we recorded it. I should also say this episode is again sponsored by Rally Flip Cap. If you don't know what those are, They are these awesome hats that you can flip the brim of the hat up, and there's another hat underneath. They have all sorts of cool designs for all sorts of occasions, whether that be holiday parties, regular parties, California hats, United States hats. Check them out at rallyflipcap.com. That's rallyflipcap.com. Use coupon code Talk to receive a special discount for listening to this podcast. All right, let's get this show started. So if you haven't heard this podcast before, I have my friends come in, comedians, musicians, artists, And they tell me about their issues, their problems. It's a therapy session. Now, I don't have any formal training in therapy. I wasn't a psychology major in college. I'm not even the guy my friends go to for advice, but I care. Now, today we have Willie Hunter as the guest. Now, if you don't know who Willie Hunter is, he's a stand up comedian, he is a host, he is a writer, a screenwriter.
1: He's the spokesperson for Google Fiber. Wait a minute. Don't, don't say that. That We don't know if that's true yet. It's true. He booked it. Oh, I was yeah. there.
0: I watched it happen. He has written on two different television pilots, two NBC pilots. Yeah. He's a paid regular at the comedy store. On paper, to me, he has everything going for him. He doesn't work a regular job. Mm. He lives in an apartment, got a nice roof. Yeah, got a roof. Got good food, gets free drinks. Yeah
1: pretty good with the ladies. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. This year. Yeah. So yeah. really, why are you here? Why am I here? I have, I am not overjoyed. I feel like someone was in my position to be very happy and very upbeat. But yeah. I'm very like, well, we'll let, we'll let it happen first. I'm not a very like, let's say it excited. Now let's just wait until it so actually happens. You've
0: been maybe burned so many times previously that until it, until things actually happen,
1: not necessarily burn it's just how i've i just how i think that's you know i'm like cuz i don't like that's one, a lot of comics do that i've seen a lot of comedians say hey you know book this commercial and then you know the commercial doesn't go national you know yeah. they only get paid like 700 dollars, and you know people may see that commercial like once or twice here in la and they're like hey man it's audio on tv and I was like, yeah. And then you have to upheld this thing of, like, you're you're doing well. You're successful. Yeah. Like, that pressure of that. That That's what uh, – it's, it's and people build that. So I'm always like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll just wait waiting to see. Let I, it happen. Let it happen. And even when it happens, I'm going to be like, well, this is not going to last. That's how <laughs> – I'm so, like – I'm not, like, always content on, like, getting comfortable. I'll get comfortable when I quit. And then I'm like, I don't want to do anymore. And then I'm comfortable. So – your work mode. Work mode. I guess that's what it is. Sounds it's fear healthy. mode. It's fear. It's fear of uh, going down that ladder. Like you keep going up a ladder and keep going up a ladder. And you're going to have some setbacks, but you remember that step and you keep going forward. Mm-hmm. I have that fear of like getting somewhere and then just starting all over again. I know it won't happen. It doesn't make sense, but the, I'm always driven by that fear. Do you feel like you've only progressed since starting your career out here? Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely feel that way um i i know i i know that and it's and it had nothing really to do with my jokes it was just me being comfortable on stage and that's all it was it was and i was like oh man now i can say anything and it's funny that's the secret yeah you, know, you can write some jokes and you'll be you know you know extremely successful you know but i want i want to be a talk show host so i'm just like oh this is this is nice this is you get comfortable up here it's very nice what do you stay up at night thinking about? you know what nothing I i don't i have anxiety i I don't really have stress i just have anxiety i get very anxious you know stress i used to stress a lot and then i realized it was an empty it's an empty thing you created like it's like it doesn't exist you put that on yourself yeah i remember i used to stress over being late for things you know like um like oh my god we're going to be late and then i realized like as long as I make it there, that's really what matters. I mean, yeah. and then if I'm good as I think I am, I can, you know, <laughs> compensate, you know, for me being late. And I usually do. So I'm like, oh, I, I got to start believing in myself and that reduce the stress. I, what I think about now is it's all finances. It's all finances. Now that's, it's not even stress, just like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm like, all right, what, all right, how I'm going to eat today. Yeah. You know, though that's, that's not, it's not really stressful, but you're like, what's going to happen in my life? And I've been very blessed for a random thing. Like today, I ate the Hell's Kitchen thing. Oh, I was like, yeah. that's great. Uh, Ico, I saw her last night and she was like, Willie, you want something for my place? Like, yeah, what day? I was like, I don't know, Thursday would be great. So I'm like, people are offering me food and I'm like doing it in these blocks. Last night, I had spaghetti with Gerard. You know, so it's like everything's so and I was like, oh, it will all find a way. So I can't stress over it. But I always think like, oh, okay, what am I how am I going to get to this place? How am I going to eat? Uh, How will I pay for this? So a whole bunch of things. But I don't really stress over it. It's just that I get kind of like. All right, I'll figure it out, but hurry up.
0: So that's your biggest not stress, as you said, but your biggest problem you think about is money.
1: Yeah, just trying I to live a everything. little bit
0: more comfortable of a life.
1: Yeah, that's that's all you want is a comfortable life. I was I was very fortunate where I had a comfortable six months last year. You know, because I worked on Dion show. Oh, that's and right. I get paid yeah. for that. So, like that six months of last year where I didn't have to worry about you know the price of anything. I my rent was paid for. You know, you just gotta live. <laughs> you just gotta live, and then you find yourself going. You don't do anything but you're just like ah oh, this is it's like you know this is great
0: this is great if you had 6 million dollars right now yeah what would change in your life uh
1: if i had 6 million dollars if it what would change uh
0: if you got 100 episodes of your own talk show okay you got the Kirk Fox deal
1: With the Kirk Fox deal 100 episodes I don't know why it's six million, but I'm still stuck on that number. Yeah. <laughs> six <laughs> that's a, that's, million. That's a, that's a deal there. Yeah. <laughs> um I would honestly I would go on more dates. That's honestly all I would do. It wouldn't be it wouldn't change my career because my drive for my career is all I got now. So I I wouldn't do anything harder. I can't do anything harder than what I'm doing because I'm already doing it hard. So I would have more of a personal life. So right now though. If you meet a girl, you like
0: you won't ask her out on date because you th- you say yourself, yeah, I can't not, afford like, to take her. I on can't a date. afford to
1: take her out. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so pretty true. rough. Yeah. You meet a girl, you're like, man, I wish I could take that, even ask that girl out. But if she said yes, where are we going to go? McDonald's. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's some, t- I mean, I, I can, I can, you know, I can get up with money, but then I start thinking that. Um, I I like to go on a date comfortably. There's one thing to go on a right. date crunching numbers. Right, right. You're on the date, and yeah, and she's ordering, and you're like, oh, why'd you order yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, dessert? No, we don't want dessert. Yeah, no. like that 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 part of the that, that's a horrible date if you're crunching numbers. If you're just going on a date, and you're like, whatever happens, happen, and it usually never gets out of hand. Right. But it's gonna. But you happen never to, know. Too. Yeah. You get you one know. of
0: those girls that's been dated Dion Cole before you. And oh yeah. She's ordering everything she wants. Yeah, champagne. Yeah, we want champagne.
1: Yeah, I would just, wine. What's the nicest bottle of wine? You I, have? If I if I made enough money, my moves would be like sushi restaurant. That's was like the, all the time. I would take girl because it's just a fun yeah. atmosphere. It's just great for a date. Um, then maybe some sort of like not a dive bar, mm-hmm. not a dive bar, but there's like a middle like like the den. No, 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 no. I don't like this place. It's too busy. There's this place off of. Uh, uh, Fairfax, and it's a little further down from Melrose. It's is a darkened place. It's a big bar. It's not a restaurant. It's more of a bar, but it has a high ceiling, very high ceiling, and it's always you know buzzing with people. Mm-hmm. But it's not like loud right. and karaoke. You can still have a conversation. You can still have a conversation, have drinks, and it's the if the lighting is perfect. Both parties look great. So it, like you, it's a win win. And then after that, it's like. You know, sushi, Easy. then a couple... Yeah, it's like... <laughs> or easier. Easier, hopefully. You yeah. hope, if it all goes well. Yeah. So,
0: right now, you consciously don't take girls out because you can't afford to. Do you also give them the perception that you have more money when you meet a girl, or do you let them know right off the bat, I,
1: you know, just I'm never struggling comes- right now financially? Yeah, Annie Letterman, she, uh, she's a comedian, and she said this about me. I don't think that I... I don't give I don't say that I am and I don't it never comes up that mm-hmm. conversation of it just never so you comes You don't up. you don't
0: put a false perception to No, women.
1: god no. No, uh, not at all. I don't because yeah. I was going to say
0: I mean, as nice as it is to have money to take a girl out to a nice sushi meal and sure. to a nice bar. There are some awesome cheap dates you could do. For example, you could take her to uh Griffith Park. I, I've, done, I've,
1: I've gone to an, a death museum with a girl yeah go
0: to like uh, some free museums or yeah. take her to the comedy store yeah. after and see
1: I can't I can't bring a
0: girl to the comedy store why, why is that
1: I can bring her in briefly just, yeah, to, yeah, of course. just for her to see me with my, my peers. That's and, what I was gonna say. It's like it would make you look cool. I've I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. Actually I've done that like I've three done or that. four times. You're like, I'm gonna bring my girl over there. <laughs> Every guy that even if they barely talk to you, they're like, Well yeah. what's going on? You know? I was given extra spots because of that. You know, Tommy some I brought some Russian chick here I went on a date with and uh, which I look back on it. Ah, nah, it doesn't matter. Uh, some Russian chick, uh, and I brought her here and she, she's gorgeous, you know? And, um, we were just walking around in here and I was "Hey, Tommy and I was like oh here's my date and Tom's like oh 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 but Willie are you you're going up tonight yes you have a spot tonight I was like yeah I'm opening the uh, original room he's like oh all right you know whoa oh yeah Stewart's eyes popped out of his socket <laughs> people do the one thing people get
0: excited about here at the comedy store besides like a tv credit is uh pussy
1: <laughs> yes yes like they're like oh man he has new pussy that that guy's doing well he's doing well
0: that's so funny and
1: uh yeah I, I i done that a couple of times but you can't like have a girl hang out here. That's, no, once they get to know what this I don't place want to, is. Yeah.
0: You want them to see it and see that you're cool here and that people know you, but you don't want them to understand what this place is. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it goes down. Yeah. When they think of it as a hot comedy club where famous people go and perform, they think, yeah. "Oh, this place is cool." Yeah. When then they see the dunginess of it and that people degenerates hang out in here. Yeah. And, and that you get paid $15 to go up that's, stuff like that. Yeah, it's that's, hell. Hell. that's that's when they don't think it's quite as cool, or yeah. I imagine.
1: Well, they they won't get it, and I mean it's not even that for me. It's just that you know, even the grimy comics around you you can't trust anyone if you leave. Oh, her. that you too. Just, you know, that that right there. Or is, you have to just have enough confidence that she's there with you, and well, you know what it to is too. It. I think I and I'm I may be wrong, but I think if I brought a girl here and uh, and and I, she was by myself, I don't think any comic would have sex with her. You know why? Because I feel like I'm that respected here oh, where totally. some guy would at least tell someone, hey, that's Willie's chick yeah, or, absolutely. you know, I don't think anyone would do that. But also at the same time, like you said, with the griminess, I just don't want my chick to socialize with <laughs> the people I socialize with. It's <laughs> like this is disgusting. I don't want you in that crowd. You're better than that, you know. Now, if you had a lot of money, would you just be dating girls
0: or would you try and find a relationship? What kind of guy are you as far as that? I would just goes? be dating girls. So you're not really looking to settle because down?
1: because i I get bored very easily, you know, with, with some chicks. I'm like,, mm, she's kind what's of, the
0: longest relationship you've ever had?
1: the oh boy, you're gonna love this. you're gonna oh boy, you're gonna really love this. I've technically never had a relationship. Wow, never um, in my entire life. I yeah. had a girlfriend for a weekend in high school, and then I was like, a gosh, weekend she, a weekend, Yeah, she called me too much. I'm like, look, you know, I just saw you for last After night. a weekend you said, Hey, you know, I just, yeah. I don't want a girlfriend. Yeah. And in college, I kind of had like this girlfriend. I mean, we just had sex a lot. and For how long? Uh, it was like two months. Three months, wow. excuse me. So yeah. you've
0: really, yeah, you've never had a relationship. And that was
1: kind of like a relationship because we did relationship boyfriend,
0: girlfriend stuff, but we never like. You know, I feel like there's some issue there that if I was a
1: real therapist, I could uncover Why? Have you never I, wanted? You know what? To be in you know what it is. You don't. You yeah. don't have to do the therapy. I've yeah. done it myself. See, I do self therapy every day. It's like you know a lot of What's people. What's that? I'll tell you. Ta- yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what this is. <laughs> um, it's it's like um, I would I would sit down. I'll get a chair or something, and I'll sit down in a mirror or something, or or I'll just sit down, and I would ask questions to myself aloud and answer them honestly. You have to answer them completely honest. You cannot lie out to yourself. loud to
0: yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah. You just you have to be honest, and once you once you say the truth aloud with your own words, it's quite ref- refreshing. It really is. So instead of meditating like a lot of people do to get peace of mind, I will just ask myself. You know, I ask myself, why have I not never been in a relationship? You know, what? Why have I never had a girlfriend? You know, the first thing that comes to your mind is, are you gay? I mean, that let's be honest here. You know, are you gay? And then I'm thinking, well, will I have sex with guys? And then I, you know, I'm thinking like, no, I just can't do it. It's just it's just, ah, uh, you know. Then I, you know, I'm trying to make a list of guys I would go have sex with, <laughs> and then like it's, it's, it's like sounding too, a little gayer. Yeah, it's like There's, Tom Brady. Hmm. <laughs> that was like the only. I was like, oh, just him. Who wasn't? Who won't fuck Tom Brady? Uh, um, I will not fuck Tom Brady. I think you're yeah, gay, Willie. Oh, uh, that's where it starts, Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Uh, but I would have sex and I would not let him have sex with me. I I just, no one's, no one's fucking me. Okay.
0: That, that does change things. That changes everything. So
1: I'm like, all right, well maybe I'm asexual. No, no. I I watch porn. I watch, you know, guys, fucking girls. So I, I, that, that's something. Um, and I was like, then then why is it, it's the relationship aspect of it. It's because when I was very young, I really loved my father. Mm -hmm. I really loved him, my biological father. And as a kid, all you need is love. You know, you you can care about anything else. He's like, if some guy is just being nice to me, and he was a very loving father. Mm -hmm. I remember him tucking me in at night, kissing me on my forehead. You know, him and my mom are separated, and I had a stepdad. And then around age... I saw him all the way up to maybe age 11. I remember went down to visit him, right, you know, and he just never came. He was always an alcoholic, but I never knew that as a kid. But he never came and picked me up, and I haven't seen him since. And I was like, how can a person who gave birth to me abandon me like that? If you After 11 years of love, 11 too. years of like love, he abandoned you right when you were born. Yeah. Or never you, never heard a from him. You know, and then when I think about it now as an adult, he looks like, you know, an hour away from me as a kid, an hour seemed like forever. But as not know. it was like an hour. Well, how can you? That that's terrible. So that part, that's why I've never been in a relationship. I don't think I'm willing to open my heart enough for it to get broken like that again. So because I'm scared remember, of because, a girl breaking it. Yes, and I and it will happen. That's what mm-hmm. you know. It happens. You never know who's the one or whatever. Yeah. And even if that means anything, the one could be the, a personality or a prototype of a woman. You know, maybe there's like you know, a combination of maybe a hundred different women. And your, your one is like maybe 10 of them, 10 different types. And you can go either way. You just don't know. Um, so I kind of just like, just kind of like go with it. You know, I'm just really like a self person, you know, I, yeah. I just, I just want to love myself and I can't break my own heart, you know? Yeah. So, well, I think that's why I've never been in a relationship. I'm pretty think, positive. Yeah. That sounds, that definitely
0: sounds like it has something to do with it. I remember
1: I was an angry teenager just for no reason. I was like, I act, you can't. There's I, some kid, some kid from where I grew up, and I think he's like 20 or 21 years old. He Facebook messaged me today. Um, he said, Hey, Willie, I don't know if you know this, but I'm such and such cousin, one of my friends who I know and died when I was in ninth grade, loved the kid, you know, he's like one of my best friends. He's like, one of his, I mean, one of his cousins, you know, I'm young, you know, I've just, uh, I've always wanted to move to LA ever since I was a kid. Um, and I just need to know, like, how do, how do you do it? And, you know, I just see the direction that my life is going. I don't like the direction my life is going. And that, that last part, I don't know, I don't know. I don't like the direction my life is going is the same thing I said to myself before I moved out here to Los Angeles. I I saw myself working in a factory, being uh, an alcoholic, because that's all you do to time off your drink, Mm -hmm. uh, getting fat, getting with some girl that I didn't love, plopping down, having a bunch of kids, being in debt. You know, that's the I saw that happening, and I didn't want to do that, Mm -hmm. so I just said, you know, I jetted out here. here, And, you know, so I had – it wasn't that I wanted to be famous or anything. It's just that I wanted to start my life as an individual. Yeah. So I messaged the kid back and I and, uh, and, and I was honest with him. I said, you know, um, uh, um, I told him, I said, well, I was, I was, I said, you know, I don't have enough time to explain everything to you. You know, it can be done. It should take some planning and saving. Um, but I, you know, and I'm very proud of you to admit to yourself that you don't know that you don't like the direction of your life is going. That means you're very self-aware. How old is this kid? You said 21, I think. Okay. You know, and I said that bodes well for your future. To be aware enough to stop it, it means you're gonna you're gonna have a bright future. And th- that desperation in his voice, because if you're therapy says you want to you want to get real deep here, twenty years old was the worst year of my life. I tried to commit suicide three times that year. Yeah, three times. Three times. Yeah. What was going on during that year, and how did you try and commit I was. I was. I, I just dropped out of college. I was working at a manufacturing plant with a bunch of rednecks. Um, I was you know, I was always constantly just I wouldn't fit in with anyone in Alabama and I just I hated. I always had to be funny to save and I and I love being funny, but sometimes I just wanna be normal, you know. Yeah. Uh, being funny saved my ass like, many of times in a lot of situations. And I was just like, you know, I just, did, I didn't like the direction of my life and I thought, well, hell, I can't do anything. I'm suffocating here. I never thought, cause I never really went outside of my state, you know, or my area. So I never knew how big the world is. You, you never know. So you, you feel suffocating. I remember I, uh, um, I took rat poison I ate a whole thing of rat so poison. So what happened? Do you have to go to the hospital and no, get your stomach? No, nothing pumped? happened to me. I was like, "Fuck!" You didn't even get sick. Didn't get sick. Just it was just like it's like this nothing. This dumb. Done. This poison doesn't work. Yeah, I think I had Taco Bell it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Well, you even remember? You remember?" Like- I think that hurt me more. <laughs> uh, and then, like, uh, like four or five months later, I remember uh, I had I had terrible migraines. I don't know why I just had extreme migraines it was stress related things I was creating in my head, you know, cause I was in college debt I was working at a place where um, I didn't like, it was 6 PM to 6 AM. You know, uh, I was still living with my parents. I just bought a car, which I really didn't need to buy a car, but I thought, you know, I'm, I was making like 25,000 working in that plan. It's like, I'm I'm getting a car. Yeah. Of course we got screwed in that car as a used car. I got, you know, over-financed and everything. So I'm in debt and that too. Life was just like suffocating me. And uh, I remember, uh, so I went to a doctor and I got prescribed sleeping pills to help me go to sleep. And then one day I was like, you know, I'm just going to take all these pills. And then I took all the pills. Um, I remember I took, this is two suicides in one. I remember I took all the pills and then I said, you know, I'm going to hang myself. And I try to hang myself. But as I was like kind of dangling, I was like, "What? This is this is an instant." <laughs> so I I got out of it oh, and you hanging because I want the pain of yeah. I was like, "Oh, I gotta I gotta feel pain before I die." Well, I
0: feel like also to really hang your uh, not that I've ever hanged myself, but you want to make it snack. so you once you do yeah, once you do it, you can't really escape it. Like yeah. the fact that you could even be like, "I changed my mind." <laughs> <laughs> like like I, I imagine you standing up on something, kicking the chair out yeah. from underneath you, and then you're like, "Well, I'm." There's nothing, I, unless someone yeah. runs in the room, yeah, yeah. you're dead.
1: Yeah, but it, it wasn't. Yeah. 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 And, so, and so, you, how old were you at this point? 20. I was 20, 20 years, 20 years old. old. That's right. And then I've taken all the sleeping pills, and I go, well, maybe I won't wake up. And I laid down and I uh, woke up in the morning and had a terrible nosebleed from the sleeping pills. And. That was that, and then I was like, "Damn it, I can't die.
0: <laughs> You're invincible." Wait, so was that was was that the second Anther time, or was that it was one second more time? And third
1: time? That was it. That was it. Yeah. Wow, man. I, then, had no um, yeah, yeah. About, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm I I'm a very very deeply depressed. Individual, uh, I've always been my entire life. I was always scared. I was scared of thunderstorms as a kid. I always thought it was the apocalypse whenever. And then we had a lot of thunderstorms whenever it happened. I was like, just remember crying as a kid. I love thunderstorms now. I sleep well because I know that whatever if I die I die it's weird to have that motto now if I die I yeah, die like, if I, I've already tried but to then, die <laughs> yeah I've already tried to kill myself so yeah. fuck it so <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just like yeah whatever but those little things like like I just so I when he said you know I see the direction my life is going I had a flashback to that part of my life and I was like I'm gonna tell this I'm gonna be honest with this kid, this kid and I'm yeah. gonna help this kid you know uh, I'm gonna tell him you know start now start s- saving money. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't know how much to tell him because I remember when I came out here all I had was two hundred and fifty dollars. I came in here with two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. And a, I remember a, you telling me stories of you and Jamar
0: sneaking in the, the comedy store and yeah, taking we pizza. Yeah, we were. And I mean, so. I,
1: there were some nights I slept on the streets. There was no doubt about it. I there was. I mean, I didn't sleep on the street every night, but there would be some nights where I got nowhere to stay and I would just stay up. I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on the streets. Yeah. But I would just stay up, you know, the whole day or whatever. Um. But yeah, when I came in, it was more of my, it was, I was excited to be out of where I was at. I didn't mind the struggle. I was, I was never like down and out. I was still optimistic the whole time, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that
0: just says how fucked up your past was the fact that you're willing to do that because most people I know, if they're on the streets and they have no place to sleep and they have no money to get food, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to call my mom and she'll bail me out and I'll go home and I quit. I can't can't handle it. That was
1: always like, I think my pride, I had a lot of pride as a kid. There was no way I was going to allow that to happen. And I'm, I was always good at getting jobs. That was, I'm good at getting jobs. It's just one of my things. I always say, if I get a face-to-face interview, I got the job always. So I never feared not getting a job. And I had a bunch of jobs when I worked, worked out here, you know, they're, they're random. So then why were you on the streets? Uh, because I, you know, I came in here two hundred fifty dollars. I would stay in hotels. I stayed in hotels. I wouldn't do that all the time. It was like I was staying in these hotels, the Mark Twain Hotel off Wilcox, and uh, it's in the Hollywood area, Wilcox, and maybe Los Palmas or something. How much is that but, place tonight? It's uh like uh, at the time it may be different now. It's like maybe. Th- 35 40 bucks a night, you know, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, but this place was a cesspool, of, you know, <laughs> junkies are there, uh, just Indian people run it, so they don't really care, you know, they, want money. Yeah, they just want money. Um, it's just a bed, a, a TV that has no cables. If it worked, um, I just needed a place to, to sleep and shower, and then I was out. You know, I was out working or doing comedy at night. I always thought if you kept yourself busy doing shit, you don't realize (laughs) the situation you're in. (laughs) That's crazy, man.
0: So what was the turning point when you went from trying to kill yourself three times it failed? Uh Uh-huh. So the next day you must still be like, fuck, I can't die. I wish I was dead. Did you see it as a sign? Like, maybe I'm just supposed to live.
1: Yeah, I definitely did. I always think that to this, to this day, the reason why I'm still alive is because I'm supposed to still live. It's it's not because I'm protecting myself from things. It's just that the reason why I'm still alive is because I'm supposed to live. I'll but die you didn't when see I it die. That way at
0: first, because you tried to kill yourself yeah. again. Yeah. So when when was the point when you were like, okay, well, I'm glad. It was that when was when Nindjoka. I came out
1: here and started regularly you know getting compliments from strangers fitting in fitting in you But i'll said- tell you this though the reason i i, I bring this up there I also, I also had a glimmering hope that i was destined for greatness and i'll tell you why ever since i was a little kid it'll be some stranger or some random person will come up to me and say you know you're going to be something you know or oh wow well, you got it you don't know but you got it it just it'll be one random person but I swear to God, someone always comes up to me and says, oh, "You you have a beautiful soul. You're the most, you know." And I'm like, "Oh, thank you," and and who I'm talking to is like, "Who the hell is that?" It's like, I don't know. It happens a lot to me randomly, <laughs> and uh, and and for that, and then they look at that. But for me, it's it always happens. Someone comes to me like I had a set in the uh, original room when I do those late sets. It always be like some person will come to me is like. Dude, man, keep doing what you're doing, man. I love what you do, and I'm like, What? I was just up there just fucking bombing, you know. <laughs> but it's like, You're it, to be so honest like that on stages, you know, it's crazy. I'm like, Hey, man, that's I, I think that's what people want now. They, you, they want honesty, and, and yeah, they want to see you up they there, they want to see genuine. They want because they, this heart, especially these days, it's hard to come across a person like that with the internet. You can hide behind this persona, and then in reality, you can hide who you are just by not just being social, you know. I've always kind of been folksy. So people always people like random people from different countries will ask me for directions. And I'm like, oh, why do I look like it? Like it'll be a bunch of people around. They'll come up to me like I look trustworthy. They trust me with direction, like I'll help them out or something. So there's always those little things like that that let me know that maybe I am special and I'm supposed yeah. to do something. I don't know. There's something for it. But you. I know that it's going to be big. So I believe in that. And that I felt that when I started doing comedy out here, you know. And and like people, and I felt people were helping me out that have no reason helping me out. Like I remember Adam Sagan, I went back home and I met Adam Sagan a couple of times. Who's uh, he's Adam Sagan? Adam Sagan. He uh, used to work here, a good friend of mine, comedian as well. And uh, I remember I went back home and I didn't have enough money to come back out of here. I, uh, or I did have money come back, but there was no way I had anywhere to stay. And Sagan said, come out I was crashing my place. He's a doorman and started crashing my place. And then I did that. And I don't know if you met my friend, Lisa Fernandez. I slept on her floor for like three years. I just, Gerard slept on her couch and Jamar sporadically would also sleep on her floor. We've always had people. That's been nice. Just Earl mean, yeah, used to give me, some me good people. Earl used to give me shoes and stuff. I never asked for those things. And, and that to me shows that, well, that's, if people are going out of the way to do nice things for me. That's that's fantastic. Because they care about you, and that they people believe care about me. it means people love yeah. me. It doesn't have to be family, so yeah. I can open my heart back up. I used to be a very bitter, grumpy guy when I first came out here, because you know, I still had that bitterness from back then. And then I met Angelo and I met Geronimo and Lisa and, you know, the, and I was like, oh, it's okay to say I love you and to hug a person and to, cause you never know, you'll never see them. When Angelo died, I was like, wow, like, you never know. You definitely got to be nice all the time to someone. And that's acknowledgement is a huge thing. Um, people just want to be acknowledged and loved. And that, and now I feel like I'm a different person. I feel like, oh, this whole time uh, I picked off where I left off from where my dad left me. Like, cause I was always a nice carefree kid to 11. Then I became this bitter, angry person up to about age 24.
0: Did you used to think like, there's something wrong with me that he left me, that he won't see me. Did you have those?
1: Yeah. 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 And now I look back on, I was like, Oh, the guy was an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, I didn't know you don't know that as a kid, but as an adult now, and I'm like never back. tried to reach out to him, and he's never no. tried to reach out to you. It's no, just- I I remember Marino said because uh, I said my last name's Hunter, and I said if you look it up, that means that my people are Scottish, and Marino you know laughed about it, uh, and he was like, we should go to Scotland and find a Hunter. So I was like, yeah, we should. That'd be great. These are people that own my people. <laughs> <laughs> and the Marino's like, all right, so we're gonna look up your last name. Said, well, before we do that, we got to find my dad. I mean, he goes, you don't know, you don't know your dad. is like, nah, he's, he's still I was like, yes, I was like, that would be a great documentary. It would be. I want to do that and I you want to find your dad. I do yeah. want to see him one more time and I want to film it and then I never want so to have anything. I don't want to say I have anything to do with it again.
0: If he, I mean, you don't know because you don't know what it's going to be I don't like. know what it's going to be like. Yeah. It's
1: going to be love. I'm going to love the guy. So, but then... What's
0: stopping? Are you scared, kind of? I mean, part well, of I, you must be nervous and scared to do no, that. No, no, but- no. I
1: remember... I, I'm, I've I, been trying to get my mom to tell me a lot about him. She never told me a lot of him, because I don't remember really. I just remember he was just a charismatic guy, life of the party, always, like, you know, the guy. And um, But she never told me anything else about him. And I remember one time, like, last year, that's what it was, I was talking to my mom, It's I was like, you know, we gotta... And I haven't really had have a great relationship with my mom, and we're like, we have more of a brother-sister relationship than a Mother, uh, son relationship because I'm the oldest. When you say, you, so that means like you fight a lot. We don't fight at all. Oh. No, it's mostly me um, helping her through her problems. Okay. Got it. It's, and she's not my mother. I'm like her father, I guess you will. Got it. So I was like, My, I, I gotta ask some questions about Ralph, you know, and it's my dad's name. I was like, You know, he has half of my DNA. I need to know who the man is so I can prepare for the type of thing that he go through, you know, because I don't want to end up like him. You know, I, I need to know these things. And then my mom said, just, you know, the next thing she said was, I wouldn't worry about it, that stuff. And I was like, oh, all right. And then I was like, why why is she avoiding Why is she avoiding that? And then my mom has five kids from three different men. So your mom
0: has her own set of issues.
1: Yes. And I'm thinking, I'm starting to think that maybe Ralph is not even my dad.
0: And maybe that's why I stopped seeing you when you were 11
1: that that's not it now that he was just an alcoholic but because i have a brother too we he has uh i have a brother has supposedly the same that i think Marcus is, is definitely his there's no doubt about it, his son because that dna makes sense because Marcus is an idiot he's in jail in and out of jail he's also has alcoholic issues he's like year younger than me mm-hmm. that makes sense but we don't make sense i am without a doubt the smartest person in my family you know um, so to this day, your mom still hasn't told you about him, you're saying? Yeah, I, and I think I, I think definitely he's not my father and or I was switched to birth. So, w-
0: which means that she's not your mother. It's not even my family. Okay, now we're getting into I'm telling conspiracy you, theories There's <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theories. I think
1: I'm, I'm not, here's the, the first
0: theory has a lot more plausible. Switched at birth, f- I mean, I'm okay. not saying that never happens, but that's, you know. I agree with
1: you. I agree with you. Well, my mom just doesn't talk about stuff like this. But what if you press her? You say, mom, I need like, I think that's why I'll do the documentary. I will go find this man and I'll say, you know, I haven't seen you in a while. My father and he's like, you know, I haven't seen you in a while and he's going to know who I am and he's going to, he's going to remember me and he's going to cry. And I'm not going to cry because I'm going to say, you don't think you're going to cry. You don't know. I I may cry because it is a big moment, but I still have this thing in my head. It's like, I need to know we need DNA evidence. And I'm gonna say we're gonna get a DNA test to see if you actually are my father. And if he's not my father, I, I don't know how I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna feel lost. I'm gonna feel Yeah, because then who Anyway. So I have so I have all that going on in my constant day-to-day. And when I think about myself. So I've created two people in my life. I have um stand-up comedian, entertainer, Willie Hunter that you see all the time here. And then I have this one person that i hide from the world even myself even myself part of the reason why
0: you probably haven't opened up to a girl to be in a relationship is you i know. gotta figure all that out first that's what i mean yeah the, I, all told, this other uh, stuff. I told
1: this one girl i said if i'm in a relationship with the girl i have to be the stable one
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find a girl that understands all what you've been through yeah. and the, well, going the few
1: girls that do understand that, they're strippers or porn stars. And that's the truth. And we're all, we're all loved, but we're not considered like high art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone cool. watches porn and laughs, but no one wants to talk about porn and laughs.
0: You know, okay. I have two things of advice for you, and these are all things you're already doing, but okay. I just think they need to be sped up in motion. I think sure. you're delaying them. I think number one, you need to contact your mom and you need to harp on her more and get her to talk about your dad or your
1: not dad or whatever. That's that a face to face thing. That's that. That's a face to face thing. I mean, it is.
0: But I even think you should be skyping her, phone calling her, and getting as much as you can when you're not. Or next time you go home
1: for the holidays, you need a. You're my mom. My mom is. You're 28. St- she is stoic. Is that you're, is that a word? You statue. You're 28. I'm 28. Yes. So if you were in the room,
0: right? If she was here, where yeah. I'm sitting right now, yeah. And she had nowhere she could run to.
1: Oh, we're talking about mm-hmm. it. It's, and
0: you're harping her on it. You're saying, Mom, I need to know this But stuff. it has to
1: be a face-to-face, face-to-face thing. Face-to-face, I'm because saying. There's, would,
0: she run out, would she just say no and sit there and not say anything? Or would, I mean, come on. She has to crack if you asked her. You said, Mom, I
1: love would, you. I, don't, I need to know this. Well, You know what I would tell her? I know how to make her crack. Say, I've been wondering this for 28 years. No, I know how to make her crack. My mom, her entire life, never knew her dad you know, it's weird how my mom ended up being just like my grandmother. My mom had me when she was 16 years old and my grandmother had my mom when she was like 13 or 14 or something like that. It's just a long tradition of bad decisions. And my grandmother of course had like, you know, four or five kids and you know, different fathers, all that. And, and my mom finally met her biological dad. Um, I want to say when my mom was maybe in her 30s perhaps. I was like maybe 14 or something so my mom was like yeah 31 32 and like a couple of years later he died. So she got to meet her dad before he died. I remember how mm. it changed her. She changed completely. Did she maintain a relationship with him once she met him? Yeah every now and then she'd visit him whatever you know and and I went once, you know, because you know he's like, Not this is why you get, this is yeah. why you get your skin, Willie. You know, your grandmother, you know, great, but you're, she was Native American. And I'm like, oh, that's nice, whatever. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: you don't really care at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm like a kid. Yeah.
1: I'm like, oh, you're just uh, some guy that, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I hate you, like, but my mom, you know, and it changed her completely. She became a warmer person. And I'm gonna say, you know, that feeling you felt before you knew who your dad was. And then when you found out who it was, how great and warm and felt you had inside, I want to feel that same way. I'm getting around that same age you were. When you found that information out, I'd like to know now. And then that's, I think I would crack her with that. I know I will. And so if she this denies gonna this, I'm going to be like, well, I don't know if we're ever going to have anything to talk about then. Because this is all I want to talk about. I would cut communication. I kind of already have. I haven't. Last time I talked to my mom on the phone, was I wanna say a month and a half ago. Wow. Yeah, and before that it was Mother's Day.
0: So when are you seeing her
1: next? I'm I'm gonna go home I think in March. I don't like going home for holidays. I don't do holidays. This is Alabama. Alabama, yes. So I think in March. I'm gonna fly out there with you and film this conversation. <laughs> no, you're not. No. <laughs> we'll film my dad, but not this one. I feel like this is all my, part I don't, of it, though. No, 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 no. Because that that's gonna get. I that's gonna be intense. That's an intense conversation. Exactly. I I know, but it's I my my I don't want my mom to look that way. Okay, you know, on camera, it's about her. It's yeah. it's me. I I don't care. Yeah, and you know, when she was with my dad, it's like Fair I don't give a fuck enough. about Good him. Point. I if really he, don't give a fuck about my dad. You know, but yeah. my mom, I don't want. I remember I got in a car wreck and uh, she was rushing to the scene. This is what makes me feel like a terrible son because I know my mom loves me and you know I love her too. But it's, we just she, I don't know, you know. Um. I remember her just crying coming to the scene. I'm like I'm fine, mom. And I just got you know head and great. And I remember crying. She's like I remember my heart stopped. You know? And I was like, oh, she is. A, she has mother qualities because she has a mother hand qualities. But she, she just never really expressed that uh, out, only unless when there's you know turmoil or some right. sort of danger. I mean, because this is what happened. Honestly, like my my so my dad and my mom had two kids, and then my mom had another kid with like. Which is crazy to me, but this is, uh, times are different then, I guess. Uh, I think with my dad's cousin, she had another kid. Wow. And then my mom met another man Alabama. and we moved. And that's all I knew. I remember my mom saying, he's a terrible man. He just lies to you all the time. And he would he would make empty promises About all the time. Dad. Yeah, my dad would be like, I'm going to get you guys this for Christmas. And we didn't care as kids. We just like, you know, okay, love. Yeah. And he was such a loving man. My stepdad was not loving at all. Yeah. Uh, But this guy was such a loving human being. It was just the greatest joy ever. But now, looking back on, I was like, I think he kicked her out or something. I mean, there's some, there's something. something Obviously, something happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if my mom's even ready to talk about it. And the fact that she says I wouldn't worry about it means that she's already buried it so deep inside that it doesn't even exist anymore. I mean, for all you know, they got in some big fight
0: and it wasn't even that he didn't want to see you. It was just like, he didn't want to see your mom, which, and if he saw you, he'd have to see your mom. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. There's so many, so many possibilities and scenarios of to what happened. And at this point, it'd probably be kind of scary to make contact with him. Not in scared, like for your safety, but just, you know, you haven't talked to your dad or possibly your dad. Yeah. Could you imagine if, for example, calling him up on the phone and be like, hey, this is your son. Just that'd be kind of scary, you yeah. know, making that call. Oh, yeah, it is. But you have to do it. Yeah, you have to.
1: Yeah. For me, it's for closure of my existence because, you know, I have so many open because I can I have being switched at birth is a possibility for me to conceive that you'd say that's that's impossible. No,
0: I'm not saying it's impossible, but that's very unlikely. And, and I think you should put that at the bottom of your theories list. Okay. Yeah. is all I'm saying,
1: but it's still
0: like, I'm not saying don't get a DNA DNA test, but I think you should count on that guy. First and foremost, being You're your saying I should, I
1: should count on him being my, so I should go in expect At least think he's your father. Maybe he's not, but your mom is still your mom. Yeah. These are, the scenari- these are the scenarios I have here because my dad has a brother who's also tall and skinny, and he has some kids of his own too. And I remember his oldest daughter always loved me, and she was very nice to me, and it, she's like an older sister to me. And I was always kind of weird about that, but it was just a connection. And then as time goes on, I start thinking, I was like, I wonder, am I my father's brother's son? See, that's another scenario. With the, cu- the only
0: reason why it's possible in my head is because of the whole cousin thing you were telling me about.
1: Yeah. What if my mom was just going through this? Why are we talking about my mom like this? But She's such a sweet one. <laughs> yeah, these like, are all she just wild, running through a These room. are all wild, wild accusations. Wild accusations. <laughs> she would just
0: slap you in the face. Yeah. For yeah. She
1: would, I don't know. She'd probably, not. I, I don't know what my mom would do. Okay. We need to
0: wrap this up. But what I think you need to do, you need to. We f- have to. And I'm saying we We have uh, to. We got find to. Go a, you see need to find out my dad. First we have to, him, to do that. But even before that, you need to find out all the info from your mom. And then, secondly, oh, well, my you mom need doesn't a, know where he's at. No, but you need to press her on this issue and talk I about to do it with that her first. I think it makes sense, and it's so easy. And <laughs> she might be able to tell you. She might be able.
1: to... Here's what happened, Willie, and it might clear up a lot of things. Not saying it'll change the story. I think it gives me an excuse to have that talk with my mom because I don't talk to her on the phone that much, you, you, and I'm hung up on this. Yeah, you. By need, the way, I remember when I talked to her, I want to talk about my dad. She was like, "I wouldn't worry about that." I think. what was, was this? it was either earlier this year so not that long ago or last year okay so pretty recent one of the two one of the two and i remember that's when i kind of like i never had a desire i was like why would my mom why would she say that i wouldn't worry about that like, what do we got to talk about? Because that's the only thing I want to talk about. And I'm going to tell no. her that this is the only, yeah. if you want me to call you and you want to, you know, you want me to Did like, She try calling you or not, really?
0: She gave up on that.
1: No, I know. That's a whole nother thing. That, that, that whole thing. Mm. Um, uh, part two. Yeah. No, no, That right. That that's just, that's a whole nother thing. Um, no, no, no. Um, She'll call me when something happens to one of my brothers or sisters or something, and usually something terrible. Um, and then I'll have to calm her down and talk her talk her through it, you know. But I got I you know what? I think God, I I just I'm more nervous about that than meeting my dad. This is a crazy story. This is this is my life. This is I always I and people always want to ask you, how how are you? And I want to tell them all of that, what I just said right now. <laughs> really? I want to tell them all of wow. that. Do you really want to know how am I? All right, here we go. <laughs> just listen to Unlicensed
0: Therapy <laughs> episode five. <laughs> all right, man, it's this podcast. Uh, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Willie, sooner than March, you're going to find out what's happening with your mom, what's happening with your dad. And that's the advice I have for you is you can't you're putting this aside like the way you're doing it is like eh, soon I'll talk about it with her. I'll I'll find my Yeah. One day I'm going to find my dad or I'll talk about it with my mom. No, this is a crazy thing that needs to happen. And it's the most interesting thing about you. And I don't mean that as an insult. This no, is a non-taken. really interesting thing. I'm So that's what you got to do. So listeners, if you're wondering what happens with Willie Hunter, I'm going to tune you guys in on the next podcast maybe two from now hopefully sooner than later and if you need to find Willie, he's on twitter
1: will hunter show w-i-l-l hunter h-u-n-t-e-r show s-h-o-w don't that forget we, the at
0: sign at, at, at the beginning. will hunter show guys yeah. and you could see him every week at the world famous comedy store and you could listen to his upcoming podcast that hasn't been released yet There's a lot of things going on with him he's a spokesperson we will funny guy Thank you. Most probably the most interesting story I've heard yet on this podcast. I can't wait to hear what happens next, and hopefully, (laughs) I'm there filming it. All right. Thanks for having me, bud. Thanks for being on it, man. Unlicensed.
1: Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed therapy with Ari Ari